Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark time will never fail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to episode number 45 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Hello, this is Chris. Chris, we sound a little different. Do you think so? I think we do. I sure hope so. Yes. Hopefully hopefully our listener can notice we uh, have some new mics. We've upgraded our equipment. We have. We're using a new sound recording system and software. And uh, hopefully it's coming in a little clearer. I think our previous episodes were okay. Considering I think we mostly sound good. Considering we're rookies. We've had this issue with like static in the background before that we couldn't figure out. Right. And now we don't have any static. Hopefully. The I only thing... We'll it, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. We might have some birds in the background. It's a nice day out and the yeah, birds are chirping. Picking up some birds. Yeah. So we got the windows closed. We're probably going to sweat to death. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. What's going on? How are you? What's going on? Not too much is going on with me. I uh, I committed a crime recently and i'm ashamed of it the crime of being ridiculously good looking uh i'm guilty of that every day (laughs) i went and saw transformers 5 i kind of want to see it should i go no my uh my buddy mike who's been on the podcast he said you know what i kind of want to go just to see it and one part of me really wanted to see it because i've heard it's awful Another part of me didn't want to go because I've never paid money to see Transformers in theaters, and I kind of wanted to continue that streak because I don't want Michael Bay to take any of my money, and uh, I kind of regret it. I feel like I'm contributing to the problem that is uh, Transformers, the franchise. Were the explosions cool, though? No. No. It was It was not good. Is Mark Wahlberg in it? He is. Is he cool? I mean, he kind of plays the Mark Wahlberg guy from the fourth movie. Um it's yeah. It's just Anthony Hopkins is dumb in it. Optimus Prime's not even in the movie. Really, I thought he was like the bad guy of the movie for two minutes. Oh, yeah. He's like gone the entire movie, and then he shows up. The trailers made it seem like yeah, he was they did the main bad guy. That yeah, be fighting the whole movie. Yeah, and uh, I really like the first Transformers, and then everything else is just dumb. And this this is just garbage. I've never, I've almost wanted to walk out, but I didn't want to like lose my money. I wanted to get my money's worth, you know? Yeah, I've never walked out of a movie. And, uh, yeah, no, me neither. So, so yeah, so I feel bad that I went and saw it, but I saw it. I've I've only seen two movies this year in theaters, Logan and Transformers 5. I need to go out and see more. Well, you enjoyed Logan, right? I love Logan. Logan was great. But uh, I need to really make up for this. So I'll go see, like, Dunkirk or War for the Planet of the Apes or something along those lines. You could see Despicable Me 3. I've never seen any of those not even the minions movie i think they're pretty funny i i don't really have any interest in it even though i love steve carell but i just i just don't care but uh yeah so that's what we're looking at all right um so we have some poll updates for our previous episode if anybody remembers last week we did a fan suggestion of who would win between the accountant played by ben affleck and jason bourne played by matt damon and currently the poll sits with 13 votes with Jason Bourne, 
Matt played by Matt Damon at 69% and the accountant played by Ben Affleck at 31%. Mm. Now, how we, many votes did you say? Only 13. There's still there's still time. All right. There's still time. The poll hasn't been going on for very long. But uh give it I already time. voted though. I'm glad you remembered. That's one vote for me. That's important. I'm really glad that you mm-hmm. remembered. So yeah, but also, which is very funny, the day our episode aired, they announced that they're going to do an accountant two with Ben Affleck and Star to and talks to Star again. Oh, we didn't even plan that. No, we did that not. That was just a coincidence. We've been really good with like tying in real events with our episodes. We are really good. Like when we called the the Super Bowl, Mike going to overtime. We did that, yep. Yeah. And then it ended up happening. Maybe we should try to like predict something else. I don't know. I don't know. What's what we coming up? I don't know. The fourth of July is tomorrow yes i predict fireworks that's a good one might might happen i think i think i think you're right i think you're right all right so speaking of that you want to get into today's episode we don't have any reviews we do not have any reviews i'm sorry i did check we don't have anything i enjoyed that section of the podcast yeah no reviews this week so uh but i'll tell you i've been looking at our downloads and i'm seeing people from all over the world i'm seeing japan i'm seeing canada uh, a lot of people in the United States, I'm seeing downloads in Wisconsin. I'm seeing all over. I'm sounding like Trump. but <laughs> I am seeing a lot of downloads. Um, Florida, New York, California, Oregon. Um, if, if, you down, if you listen, please leave us a review. We want to hear from you. We want to know where our friends are. We know some of our friends from England and Ireland and from various locations in the United States. But please reach out to us. Give us a review. We want to know. We don't want to know what you think of the show and become a who would winner who who woody have we uh, decided yet um it's not official but i've decided i like who woody the best you like who woody the best we haven't heard from anybody so what do what do you the fans want to be called who woody's who would winners uh the humans as you said that one time. i think we can veto that one <laughs> yeah, all right that one's gone so yeah so let us know all right so let's get started all right let's get started if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios or if you just like to say hello you can reach us through twitter facebook instagram and gmail you can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on itunes like we mentioned or through our rss feed on podbean chris what are we talking about today today we will be talking about presidents specifically former presidents yeah more specifically former presidents with fictional backgrounds yes uh tomorrow is the fourth of july um which is falsely known as america's birthday it's not do you know what america's birthday really is i buy america a cake every fourth of july and i sing to it so is it december 25th the same birthday as jesus (laughs) no wow it's uh which would make sense that's what i yeah would make sense it is july 2nd why is that america's birthday so this is the history teacher in me coming out July 2nd is the day that America voted to declare independence. July 4th is the day that the Continental Congress approved the Declaration of Independence. So that's why they picked July 4th. But hmm. well, but we did, the date we declared our independence, like we voted and said we're going to be independent, was July 2nd. I don't know. I feel like you could argue that. Like maybe July 2nd is kind of the day... We got pregnant with America. It was a two-day gestation. And then on July 4th is when America was born, birthed into the world. I guess you could say that. That would be its real birthday. I like like that. That's actually a really good way of of describing it. So, so yeah. That justifies my cake purchases. Yes, it does justify your cake purchases. So And candles. So many candles. Well, this year it's going to be like 240... 
something. I know. I don't know. It's a pain. Yeah. Fire what, hazard every yeah, year. Every year. You got to light all of them, and then the wax starts to melt. It's just too much. Fire alarm goes off. That's right. Cake tastes bad. So whether America's birthday was yesterday, July 2nd, or tomorrow, July 4th. Whatever you believe. Whatever you believe. Uh, we're going to be talking in honor of Independence Day, which our very first podcast episode a year ago was uh, about two fictional presidents. We did Charles Whitmore from Independence Day against the president hey, marshall this is also the podcast's birthday it is the podcast's birthday i don't know the exact date the first episode came out i think it was around july fourth uh, time though. it was right around there yeah it was i can't remember so happy birthday to the who would win cast so uh we're picking two men who were presidents but also have close ties to the declaration of independence uh so what are the guys that we're looking at today chris uh i will be choosing Thomas Jefferson. Most famous for writing the Declaration of Independence. Yep. I'm picking John Adams, who didn't physically write the Declaration of Independence, but him and Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin, along with two others, they were in the Committee of Five, it was called, and they were in charge of coming together and pretty much coming up with the ideas that would be in the Declaration of Independence. So we're going to be pitching Thomas Jefferson versus john adams now are, how are we going to be doing this chris are we going to be doing like how their, are we going to be doing their, this? their policies their we're going to get systems? into the nitty-gritty of their foreign trade policy no i'm just kidding <laughs> we found some cool pictures online yes called badass presidents pretty much they're shout out to that this person they have their own etsy right uh they do have their own etsy the, the person's name's on the bottom of that picture i know it might be hard to see it looks like it's a sharp writer does that sound right it's like Heezer, H-E-S-E-R. Oh, I see that as well. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so you, you, you could just type in badass presidents into Google, and these phenomenal-looking pictures come up. They're of, very cool. Of various pictures. We have you know Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Obama, Trump, uh, FDR, Jefferson, Franklin. Even ben Franklin got one. Who is not a president, but yes, he does have one. Uh, Roosevelt, uh, FDR, Roosevelt. I know he's not a president. I just wanted to make sure. I don't. I didn't want to get called out by someone saying, "Oh, you you just called Ben Franklin a president." Uh, Nixon, just just all these all these really really well done photos. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're each going to pick one of these photos, and we're going to imagine that one of our presidents is the president in the photo, besides the actual president. That's partly because uh, John Adams doesn't have one. John Adams does not have one, and Jefferson does. But his is not as cool. I should I don't say even, I don't get it. It's it's pretty much it's Jefferson, and we'll put pictures of these, and we'll put links to these in our show notes, and we'll have them on Instagram. And I think this, the Jefferson one's by a different guy. This isn't the same one. Is it a different one? It's yeah. a different guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, so the the Jefferson one is pretty much Jefferson holding the Declaration of Independence and punching a gorilla in the face, with another gorilla behind him, looking very angry. And I don't understand the reference. I don't understand the reference either. But, I mean, it might just be trying to say, like, awesome, I guess. Maybe. I don't find punching gorillas to be awesome at all. Yeah, that's bad. That's a, Jane Goodall, not happy with that. Gorillas are gentle beasts. Unless she's like Planet of the Apes. Except for Harambe. Oh, rest in peace. Side story. Uh, we went to Disney <laughs> a couple months ago. I'm sure our fans remember. And I'm sure. They I'm, must, I'm they sure they remember. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right. Who won cast went to Florida. Um, in Animal Kingdom... In the Africa section, everything's named Harambe. 
Everything. Everything. Harambe Market, Harambe Stage, the Harambe uh, Trading Post. And um, it was obviously done before the Harambe incident happened, but... I would guess. I would say that's a safe guess. I just remember you walked up and you were like, show some respect, Disney. <laughs> like, come on. So, so yeah. So, that's the picture of Thomas Jefferson with the ape. But, anyway, uh, we're going to kind of put our own president into these images. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit these. So, that way, Thomas Jefferson's face is on the one that you chose. And John Adams' face is on the one that I chose. And we'll have those in the show notes. And we'll also have them on social media so that people can look at them and visualize them. So, that way, they understand what we're talking about. Well, that's good. Yes. So do you want to kind of describe your picture since today's going to be kind of like a visual podcast? Yes, I will describe it. All right, the best that you can. Overall picture, picture Thomas Jefferson, nicely dressed in a suit or whatever they wore back then. They still wore suits, right? Uh, Yeah, a little different than we wore today, but yeah. yeah. He's riding a velociraptor. The velociraptor is holding a torn American flag. Yeah, he's holding the flag. The Velociraptor Russ, is holding Yes, flag. the Velociraptor is yes. holding that flag. Because on its back, Thomas Jefferson is holding a machine gun with a bazooka on his shoulder yeah. and the reins of the Velociraptor in his other hand. Yeah. So right hand, machine gun. Left hand, reins on his back on like a shoulder um, strap, bazooka. He has a cowboy hat that's falling off. And then on the Raptor... There looks to be to me, I don't it's hard for me to make the details out other than the saddle, maybe an axe. I think there's like a dare card probably for, uh anti-drug cuz the actual president is uh Ronald Reagan. Right. But uh I'm taking this from Thomas Jefferson. In the background there's a uh, general uh war effects, there's some bullets, there's some smoke, there's some, a jet, uh, some fires, some fire. Ooh, there is a jet. I didn't notice that the first time we looked at it. Yeah, you notice you notice something new every time you look. Like his saddle, American flag decorated. Yeah. Very, very patriotic, yes. So I I thought this would look really cool. I thought he has some good weapons to choose from. He has a dinosaur. So let's see what John Adams uh, comes up with. You mean uh, Thomas Jefferson? Oh, oh, I'm saying, what does John John Adams Adams have? Gotcha. To fight off this Thomas Jefferson riding a a, uh, velociraptor. Yes. With a bazooka and a machine gun. All right. Cool. So what what I'm going to describe here is picture this. John Adams in a spacesuit. NASA spacesuit, Apollo 11. Okay? He's on the moon riding a robot horse. We could say it's a robot unicorn. I would say it is a robot unicorn. Okay, we'll say robot unicorn. Okay? The entire, it looks like a regular horse, but you can definitely tell that it is made of machine. Okay? Where the horn of the unicorn would be, I'm going to say it. It's a lightsaber. It looks like a lightsaber. All right. It has a lightsaber coming out of the top. It has a lot of uh, images on it with on the on the unicorn itself, the NASA logo. Um, it also has like red, white, and blue. It has blue hair coming off of the the horse or the the robot unicorn. Um, John Adams is carrying a knife in his left hand that has green. Uh, I guess we could call it blood dripping off of it, uh, assuming maybe he killed uh, some sort of alien in space. He killed an alien? I would say it has green goop coming off of it. Uh, I mean, that I think that's fair to say. We don't really know. Wow, it does. Yeah. And then additionally, kind of hanging off of the saddle of the unicorn are one, two, three, at least four skulls. 
they really don't look human. They do not look human. They look alien. I agree. So, I mean, we can conclude here that this John Adams spacesuit robot unicorn riding man killed some aliens uh, and has lived to tell the tale. So that is what I'm currently looking at for for my for my guy here, for John Adams. Now, I want to add, too, before we get into the two of these guys fighting, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, they both helped write the Declaration of Independence, like we said. Thomas Jefferson gets, like, the credit for it. But they also did not like each other in real life. And why not? So, initially, they were friends. They were friends during the initial stages of the American Revolution and drafting the Declaration of Independence. It's when our founding fathers started constructing our government that's where they had their disagreements with each other. And it got to the point where they really could not work with one another. They did not like each other. Thomas Jefferson became part of the Jeffersonian uh, the Jeffersonian Republicans, they call her the Democratic Republicans, which was one political party. And John Adams became part with the Federalists, which was kind of the other political party during that time period. And there was a lot of partisanship, you're saying. There was. And at the basis, John Adams, he liked big government. Thomas Jefferson like small government. So kind of like Democrats and Republicans today in the United States. Or so they say. Or so they say. <laughs> and uh, they they just did not really like each other that much. And That's they really can't work with each they other. They could have been great friends. Right. And when we get to like some uh, fun facts at the end that we can talk about, uh, more about like, because they actually did have to work with each other sometimes. And it's very interesting to see like how they had to change the rules in America because of these two gentlemen, because they could not work together. Wow. And I'll say that as a tease until, until the very Man, end. Man, I, I feel like I'm out of my league yeah. here. I'm... No, you're fine. Well, we're not arguing policy. If we were arguing policy, I might have a chance. <laughs> but we're talking about a robot unicorn going up against a velociraptor uh, holding an American flag. That's true. We are talking about that. So let's get to it. What, what, what's your attack here? I mean, velociraptor? What's, what's my attack How are you going to get on the moon? How are you going to get off the moon? I'm going to jump and soar. You should look into like how gravity works and like escape velocity of the moon and like reentry into earth on your unicorn. Yeah, but he might, he probably, I'm assuming I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, sure. See, see what sure. happens, right? He probably has like some kind of jets underneath his hooves or possibly coming out of his tail that could fly him back to earth because in the image, earth is clearly in the background. Yes. So earth is within reach. Sure, that's a common known fact among <laughs> space. Anything you can see is among reach. Exactly. So uh, he, he, if he, if he got there, he could get back. No, that that's fair. I mean, he did get there somehow, right? Yes. I'm going to use the Apollo 13 doctrine. They got there. They didn't do the mission, but they were able to turn around and come home safely. So if John Adams could get to the moon, I'm sure he could turn around and come back safely as well. Um, sure, that's fine. Because I'm not getting to the moon on my Velociraptor. All right. So you're going to have home field advantage, it seems. Maybe, but like the home field he's on doesn't look very hospitable. No. It seems like he's under attack from other people, too. Yeah, who do you think he's fighting? Um, Who would Thomas Jefferson fight? Uh, The Tripoli Pirates. All right. In Northern Africa. Did Thomas Jefferson fall pirates? No, he did not. Oh, that'd be cool. Diplomatically. <laughs> So let me let me look at your spacesuit. I want to get a, I want to get some eyes on your spacesuit to see how it would hold up to uh, machine gun fire. Okay, that's I think that's fair enough. So I I have two long range weapons, right? I have my 
my machine gun, and my bazooka. Is machine gun a long-range weapon? Well, I mean, it's not close combat. Okay. It's not like a sniper rifle. Right. But I don't need to be up close. Okay. That's what. That's all I mean. Right. And I think for this bazooka, it doesn't look like it's like a guided bazooka or anything. I'd, I'm probably going to have to be like... So it's not going to lock on relative or something? Close. It doesn't look like that to me. It okay. looks like your, your classic... Uh, I don't know. RPG. Old, yeah, 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 yeah. I was picturing like an old Chuck Norris movie where he's fighting some like random like Middle Eastern people or something. And that's the bazooka they pull out at the end (laughs) to try to shoot him. That's true. Did you ever see Delta Force? No. Oh man, it's such a good Chuck Norris movie. I've never seen it. It has such good theme music too. (laughs) Does he fight off like terrorists in the desert? Yeah, Chuck Norris always fights terrorists. Or somebody. And this is in the Middle East, I'm assuming? I think, I forget. Okay. It's really good. Anyway, sorry. That's fine. Back to the, the topic at hand. I lost your picture, but I want to look at your spacesuit. Your spacesuit to me. Oh, there it is. So your spacesuit looks like a pretty normal spacesuit to me. Like, I don't... I feel like it might not be bulletproof. That's going to cause you some problems. Okay. So, but if we're fighting on Earth, that's not going to matter to me anyway. That's a good point. At this point. That's a good point. You're okay. going to want to take that off. It's pretty heavy. Uh, yeah, what I'd probably do is I'd take off the helmet, and I would take off the backpack. That's not really the oxygen, is it? I guess it is. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not too familiar with how, uh, the space suits operated. But I'll take, I'll take off the helmet. That's fine, because it's really not even doing any protection if I were on the moon anyway. It'd be more of a, uh, a hazard, because once that glass cracks, I'm screwed. In space. In space, yes. Yeah. So, alright, I'm gonna say I'm down on Earth now, Okay. You shoot me, you crack the helmet, I'm taking it off, I'm taking the backpack off. All right, I'm still on my robot unicorn. I can, okay. we, we could like joust each other, perhaps. Where I'm you're not gonna, gonna, You're going to joust with a machine gun? You have the machine gun. Right. Right? You're, what are you going to do? I have my robot unicorn lightsaber head. He's charging at you. Machine guns aren't long-range weapons like we were saying. So if you're shooting... If we're really, really far apart, once we start to get close, you're probably going to be out of ammunition. Because we don't know how many rounds you're holding in that. What would you say? It is unclear to see if he's holding. I'm going to say like 50, maybe. Not that much. Maybe like 50. Yeah, so by the time we get close to each other, you're going to be out. Robot Unicorn is going to be right there. And he's going to use his lightsaber horn. And he's either going to slash you or he's going to slash your Velociraptor, causing you to fall or your Velociraptor to die. So, first of all, I'm not going to be stupid and waste all my bullets when you're too far away. And I still have the bazooka, too. Like, I could shoot... I'm probably going to have to save the bazooka to try to take your robot unicorn out. Right. Because that's like an armored tank. It has, like, green glowy things on it. It has a lightsaber horn. It's dangerous. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to need the bazooka for that thing. So, you also have to remember, too, my John Adams, he has a knife that is covered in alien goo. Alien blood. Yeah, I want to talk about that some more. Okay. He could use that charging at you. You get any of that alien goo on you. I'm assuming the alien goo is poison. If that gets into your bloodstream, into your body, it's probably going to kill you. That's quite an assumption you're making. I mean, that happens in like every sci-fi movie. Like you get like the alien blood on you and they're like, oh no, it melts through the suit, melts through the skin, it kills that person. How come it didn't melt through your knife? Because the knife is made of the power of democracy and it can withstand the evil powers of the aliens that do not have democracy how do we know these aliens are bad guys what if they're just nice aliens what if you killed humanity's like first contact with aliens how do we know that the people that ronald that um thomas jefferson is killing 
with his machine gun are bad people also. We don't know who he's fighting. That's true. They could be good people also. I'm not talking about right there. Right. right. I'm talking about aliens. Okay. That you murdered and took their heads as trophies. Because uh, I'm going to assume that they're bad because the Earth claimed the moon for the Earth. It belongs to the Earth. Any alien who goes onto that surface is declaring war against the Earth. So John Adams is going up there to defend the Earth because no one else will do so. You're going to make a lot of enemies. Look at like every alien movie. Like they always go for the Earth first or like cover the Earth. And then it actually happened in Transformers 5. (laughs) (laughs) There were aliens in that movie too? Well, it was the... Well, I guess the Transformers are kind of Yeah, it was the the planet they're from, Cybertron, Mm -hmm. like took over the moon and then it was trying to take over Earth. Didn't that happen in another Transformers movie? It probably did. I thought that was the plot of, of like... A different one i actually thought of a really fun game while i was sitting there because i needed something to keep me occupied if i ever had an interview with michael bay what i would do is i would uh describe a plot point from one of the transformers <laughs> and he would have to identify which movie it's from i don't think he could do it successfully that'd be a hard game which is a shame because he's the one that made them but anyway so that that knife right there just i mean it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna work as an advantage it already is proven to work. He's killed four aliens already. You have the skulls hanging from his horse. Hmm. That's possible. Yeah. This picture also might be a fake. <laughs> this could be staged. It could be staged. I've been looking into it. What do you think gave it away? Here's the thing. The so robot th- unicorn? No. Oh. The shadows. Oh, you think so? So look at this. So this horse's shadow is... is the shadow is in the... F- foreground of the picture so the sun must be behind the um horse and um john adams. john adams yeah but and then the sun is also illuminating the earth in the background so it must be between the, the sun is between the john adams and the and the earth but look how well lit he is from the front and if this was lit with like like lighting you would expect to see some more shadows behind him from those lights and you wouldn't see the shadow of the horse in front you can also see uh, the reflection off his helmet. You can, see, I think, you see a cameraman. I, I I couldn't tell what that was for sure. You also have to assume who took this photo. Who else um, was with him? Who was John Adams' vice president? Thomas Jefferson. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. I just outed myself. You just outed yourself. How is he on the moon? Oh, now he's on the moon. All right, Thomas yeah, Jefferson's this, on the moon. This now. is clearly a stage in like oklahoma or something where so, where do people say they fake the moon landing i forget i forget yeah so thomas jefferson's taking pictures now of john adams on a robot unicorn maybe it wasn't thomas jefferson oh, okay i mean i assume vice president because they'd be like friends but maybe it was his wife abigail adams yeah sure might be helping her out was she into photography Wasn't was photography around. invented <laughs> no was not around then i'm not very good at history that, that's okay could have been his son john quincy adams perhaps he would have been very very young could be helping him out though how how are you using that in your argument though so it's just claiming that none of this is true maybe you didn't kill any aliens maybe that's not even poison alien blood mm, could be maybe could you be. just put some green paint on it to look cool in the picture possibly what about yours what about mine let's bring it up then fine let's if that's the game we're playing velociraptors are extinct how is thomas jefferson riding a velociraptor thomas jefferson was a big fan of fossils fact i looked it up i looked it up okay do you not believe me i do not believe you wait wait let me find the fact he like he had mastodon bones shipped to the white house and then he tried to put them together in like the east wing or something like that i read it on the internet 
So it must be true. Steve, they wouldn't have made that up. Mastodon bones. So here's here, here's what he could have done. A man who was interested in fossils and science could have recovered the bones of a velociraptor. Okay. Used his scientific knowledge. Thomas Jefferson. He's not really much of a scientist. Well, look, look. Here's if you were a, arguing Ben Franklin, I could see that. No, I no, no. That. Let me let me back up. I okay. should have told you this is from a reputable source. Okay. This is on the Washington Post. Okay. Ten things you didn't know about Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Not Ben Franklin. Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Fact number seven. He was an early archaeologist. He had the bones of a mastodon, an animal from 40 million years ago that looked a bit like an elephant, sent to him at the White House. He laid the bones out in what is now known as the East Room in an attempt to build a skeleton. Wow. Okay. So he had the bones of a velociraptor. Yeah. That's step one. Okay. He loved books. And he really loved books. He, let's see, when the Library of Congress was attacked by British troops in the war in 1814, he offered his personal library as a replacement, 6,487 books. That's a lot. That's a lot. You got to figure at least some of those books were about uh, DNA extraction and cloning. I've also heard that he gave them the books because he was poor and they bought the books from him. Oh, I've heard that because he was not very wealthy when he died or when he was uh, done being president so he, he's he probably invested a lot into his cloning technology I, I guess so it's possible so he used the dna extraction from the velociraptor bones to clone it raised it as his you know adopted pet what would he name it um let me think on that okay i don't know enough about thomas jefferson to know what he might name it okay that's fine so i'll have to do some research all right looking at your weapons your RPG, you fire once. That's true. You're I done. Do, he doesn't have an extra right. in the picture. Also, like we said, it, he doesn't have any locking uh, systems in place where it would lock on to the robot unicorn, uh, destroying that said robot unicorn. Well, he, he could have good aim. He could just, you know, get lucky. He could shoot the ground and then maybe it'll trip. But Thomas Jefferson wasn't a soldier, so he has no military training. Are you sure? Yes. All right, I found what he would name his... his uh, his Velociraptor. Are you going to say Sally? Yeah, he would name it Sally. We'll get into that later. Get into what? I just picked the name. I just like the name. Do you know who that is? Mm -mm. All right, we'll talk about it later. No, I do know who it is. That's how I found the name. Oh, okay, good. Is that not a good name? No, it's a good. It's a great name. So the Velociraptor is a girl. Hey, look. Here's some proof that Thomas Jefferson knew about DNA. DNA test finds evidence of Jefferson child by slave. That's just the DNA evidence of today. It doesn't say that. Yes, it is. Well, it, it does if you read the article, but like the headline says. <laughs> it just says DNA test finds evidence. Exactly. Jefferson must have been on the the equivalent <laughs> of like Maury or uh, what's that show that it's always telling you who the father is? Uh, that's Maury. Maury. Yeah, yeah he must have been on Maury and got some DNA kids tested. Okay. And they're enough. like, Thomas, you are the father. Oh. And then he was like, fine, but I'm going to clone a Velociraptor. As well. Okay. So let's get back to the fight. All right. Are we going to get off of our, our our rides here, off the robot unicorn, off the velociraptor? Because the I think the ro if if both of our animals were fighting each other, I think mine would win hands down over the velociraptor. I agree. So here was my thinking. Okay. As we're approaching each other, I have two long-range weapons that I have a chance to get you with. Okay. I have a machine gun, which I'm saying probably won't hurt your robot unicorn. It's going to go after you, busting through your spacesuit, which is not bulletproof, hopefully killing you. I do have the bazooka that I'm going to go after the robot unicorn, hopefully to disable it, 
I mean, I just need to knock a leg off, and that thing's that thing's immobile. Yeah. But say I don't kill you with that, then the advantage goes to you, because your mounted weapon with his lightsaber horn will probably tear through my Velociraptor. I mean, maybe he got a lucky bite in, but it's going to be about reach. I don't know how the size of the Velociraptor compares to the size of their unicorn. They look similar. Right. So I, I do have leaping ability, which I might be able to jump on you. I think my robot unicorn has leaping ability as well. You, I'm, you can probably jump too. So I mean, yeah. And I think I have the speed. I have the stamina. Well, you're a robot. So yeah. I mean, do you have batteries? What do you run off of? I'm thinking it runs on the sun. That'd be my guess. Solar powered? Yeah. I'm thinking it might run on alien blood because of the, the green. Um... Actually, I was looking at that right now. Yeah, because if you look at the, the robot unicorn's uh, like thighs, mm-hmm. uh, there's this like green static color coming off of it, which could insinuate that the robot, that the alien blood is necessary in order to power the robot unicorn. Very maybe maybe that's why John Adams is up there killing all the uh, the aliens so that way he, he, had to continue, recharge. he can continue to power his uh, robot unicorn. So I think I have already established that this picture is clearly fake and you're not on the moon, but if you want to keep going with that. Well, it doesn't matter fine. because we already initiated that I'm going to be fighting on Earth anyway. So even if this was fake, it'd be easier because I'd be in Ohio <laughs> and they would just open the door and I'd just be out in the field. Assuming the unicorn's even real, what do you how, do, how do we know what else is fake in this picture? I'm sure that's real. You're Absolutely. Sure that's it's it's real. it's in mid step. It looks like it's moving. You can it's make a robot look clear. in mid step. You just pick its legs up. Nah, not a robot unicorn. All right. But let's say for argument's sake, okay, that both of our animals die at the same time. Okay. Or enough. for other reasons are incapacitated. Okay. So it's just an on foot fight. Okay. What are you pulling out? So this is what I'm gonna do. Desperate times. Robot okay. unicorn is on the ground. All right. His solar powers run out. He's dead. Velociraptor tore him apart. Whatever. Yours is dead. Okay. Whatever happened. I'm going to take the knife. I'm going to stab it into Robot Unicorn's skull. I'm going to carve out the lightsaber. Because it has to have some kind of lightsaber mechanism inside of his head. Unless it runs off the same power source as the rest of the robot. If Well, if it's a lightsaber, then it's running on a completely different power source. Right, if it's a lightsaber, which we 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 established that it some type of lightsaber. We, we established it looks like a lightsaber. So if it looks like a lightsaber and quacks like a lightsaber, it must be a lightsaber. I'll let you continue for just for fun. Okay, thank you. So he's going to use his knife and dig out the lightsaber out of Robot Unicorn Skull. Lightsabers, you can adjust the length and width of the lightsaber with a dial. That is on the side of every single lightsaber. Every single lightsaber has that? Yes. How come in the, all the Star Wars movies I've seen, they've never adjusted it? Like mid-fight? I've never seen them ever adjust it. Right, because they've already adjusted it to the size that they prefer. But wouldn't what there kind be of, times kind of... when it might be convenient to adjust it for like something? Like what if they got a letter and they didn't have a letter opener and they shrunk it down real short and then used it to open the letter? I never saw anyone do that in Star Wars. That's because they don't get letters in Star Wars. That's true. They're probably all digital. Like, look at Yoda. Yoda's lightsaber blade is significantly shorter than everybody else's. I just assumed he made it like that. Yeah, with the dial. Like, he used the dials to adjust the length of his lightsaber. Are you... Is this a real Star Wars fact about the dials? It was in the old canon. I don't know if it's in the new canon or not. All right. But there there is a dial on the lightsaber that can adjust the length. I feel like they're missing out on lots of things if if that's a real thing. Yeah. 
You could you could use that for. A, I'm trying to think of something useful other than a letter opener. I don't know why that was my go-to. Butter knife. Thank you. That'd be perfect. No problem. Yeah. Uh, you could stick it in like a piece of corn, a hot dog roasted over a fire. That's perfect. Yeah. Cooking a hot dog. Exactly. Anyway, so he's going to now essentially have a lightsaber. He's going to have a lightsaber. He's going to adjust the length. He's gonna right. Be, it's going to be okay. a normal length of a lightsaber. Okay. You have guns. You're shooting them at me. I'm going to deflect using the lightsaber. Mm, you're not force sensitive. You are not force sensitive. Neither was uh, people who claim that Ray wasn't that force sensitive. Well, she wrong. was able to use a lightsaber, like no problem. She's a natural. She's clearly the daughter of Obi Wan Kenobi. I think it's granddaughter. <laughs> it's possible. That actually, that actually would make sense too. Anyway, yeah, sorry. That's fine. Um, are you trying to make the argument that John Adams is force sensitive, or I'm you're a- saying that anyone can pick up a lightsaber and block bullets? No, I'm saying that he's going to be able to pick up the lightsaber, and he's going to be able to block the bullets coming from Thomas Jefferson. That's very far-fetched. You think so? What I would do is I would just spin the lightsaber around like really, really fast. You're guaranteed to block a couple. (laughs) Like General Grievous. Yeah. You call it Grievous. Right. He just just keeps spinning. You're guaranteed to block a couple of them. All right. Definitely going to happen. Then you you take out the the RPG. Your chance of hitting me, not very, very uh, high. I'm going to say in fairness, I already used that to take out your your robot. So now you just have the... I I have like an axe, it looks like, um, in my saddle. I'm saying that's an axe. I'm saying that's an axe handle. I'll allow it. And that's that's what I have for close combat fighting. Okay, what are you going to do when you come up to me and I just use my lightsaber to chop it in half? Uh, I'm going to um, use my force powers to dodge your lightsaber. Oh, I didn't know you had force powers now. I didn't know you did either. I never said I had force powers. I just said I was swinging a lightsaber. <laughs> oh, around. yeah, you just have the innate ability to block bullets with a lightsaber. Correct. Um, well, maybe um, Thomas Jefferson used to chop wood. Probably not as much as George Washington, but he probably had a fireplace. <laughs> Maybe he's really good at throwing his axe. Maybe he'll throw it at you. Okay. I'll just dodge it. Duck. Dip. You, every podcast, whenever something gets thrown at your character, your response is, oh, I'll just dodge it. <laughs> like, like everything is dodgeable to you. <laughs> I mean, if you're throwing like a giant axe, like I'm going to see that coming. What if you know I what saved I mean? a couple bullets in my gun? Okay. I threw the axe as a distraction. Uh-huh. And while you were dodging it, I shot you. That would be believable. All right. That would be believable. Unless I dodged it and then blocked it with the lightsaber. <laughs> no, you are right. That would be a very strong distraction, and that would get John Adams off his course. And you have your lightsaber lightsaber knife combo. Yes. So also, I would be concerned if those aliens are in fact real, that they mm-hmm. might be coming after you for revenge. Coming to Earth? Yeah, it looks like you might have killed some elders. That one bottom one is hanging down some beads. They probably like represent his rank in their but, society. But you said that was staged, so I think it was. It was. was so it was. So I didn't kill any aliens. Then you're you're saying. Well, then your robot horse is fake too. Then no, he's real. <laughs> he was real. The the government's money was going somewhere. That's what I it mean. Might like, not have been going to the an space awful program. Lot of R and D to develop that robot unicorn. Yeah, they should have just gone to the moon. That would have probably been a better idea. Why does the robot have hair? He has like blue a blue mane. Yeah, and I tail. Men- yeah. I mentioned that in the beginning. Oh. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just to make the, the robot unicorn look uh, It's just for looks. More real. I think it's just for looks. Hmm. I mean, I can just make up some weapon if you want. Sure, yeah, what do you got? All right, so what happens is if you hit a button or if you get if you pet the robot unicorn just in the right spot, the hair s- sticks up straight, like really, really stiff. And then if you like pet him again, it sticks out like a porcupine's needles, and then it'll shoot out kind of like a shrapnel out of like a, an IED or something. 
and then it could go and attack a lot of people. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it could kind of be. So what would happen though, which is really important, is he would like pet the robot unicorn, and the robot unicorn would go on its own. John Adams wouldn't be riding still at this point because he could get hurt. Right. You don't want to get crossfire. Right, exactly. Them. So then the robot unicorn would, like run into the battlefield. And then it would pretty much just set off, and all of the uh, like needles, whatnot, would come out of the robot unicorn and go after all the uh, the enemies in the area. I'm a little worried how you're gonna um, make this poll because I feel like if you wrote John Adams with robot unicorn versus Thomas Jefferson with Velociraptor, yeah, people are just gonna read robot unicorn and be yeah. like, "That's awesome." Yeah, it's true. I, I you can't put photos in a poll, which I'm really upset about because I would definitely include both of our photos. I'll play around with it. I'll figure it out. I'll see what I can do. It might be a good test. Maybe we'll see who prefers robot unicorns over velociraptors. I think the velociraptors are going to have a high uh, fan base. Maybe we'll get retweeted really by the velociraptor fan club. That'd be no. That'd be that'd be great. Or the Maybe... Jurassic, or Jurassic World or something. Or the robot unicorn. Ooh, or NASA. Or NASA. Like, how'd you know? <laughs> how did you know? Hopefully, BB-8 is a fan of robot unicorns. Hey, that'd be great. I mean, he's, maybe he finds them attractive. You never know. Oh, gosh. All right. You want to go into some fun facts? Yes. To start wrapping up the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So do you want me to give some quick background about like why like the drama too between? I would love to know. All right. So I'm going to summarize this really, really quickly. In our American political spectrum, the way our system works is that when you run for president, you vote, you vote for like the president and the vice president comes with that candidate. Package deal. Package deal. So that's why picking a vice president is very important for that president because it's going to affect how the president looks at making decisions or that person could eventually become the next president. Mm -hmm. John Um, McCain uh, knew a lot about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but that's not always how it worked. In America, before 1804, whoever came in second place was the vice president. That's how it worked. I kind of like that. So, makes it interesting. So it does make it interesting. So we we have the tw- what's called the Twelfth Amendment in America, and that sets it so that way the vice president and the president are on the same, essentially, ticket with each other. Because what happened was during the 1800 election, John Adams got the most votes in the Electoral College, so he was the president, and the next person with the most votes was Thomas Jefferson. The problem was is that they were from two different political parties which our founding fathers did not foresee. They didn't anticipate that happening? They did not. Because uh, George Washington, who was the first president, he was an independent. He was like a no-party guy. So they did not think that these political factions would rise and cause these problems within our political spectrum. So now we have the rule where the president and the vice president are on the same ticket. If we didn't have this rule, Hillary Clinton would be our vice president right now. Or uh, Mitt Romney would have been Barack or Obama's pretty vice much president. Every other candidate, like the leading candidate right. from the other party, would exactly. be the vice president. Exactly. So you can see, like nothing would get done, and that was a problem that John Adams faced when he was president, because the guy who was who he was working with, who used to be his friend, not anymore, became enemies. Um, they could not really get along because they're having different views of how to run a government. And then in 1804, John Adams is going to run for reelection. Thomas Jefferson's going to run again. Thomas Jefferson's going to win. He's going to become the president. John Adams, he's going to be out because at this point they had the 12th Amendment. 
So this is the first time where you would have the vice president be part of the same party automatically because of the president. And who was uh, the vice president? So that's where it also gets a little iffy. So it was um, Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr. I know that name. Yes. Aaron Burr is very infamous for killing Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yes. They wrote a whole from, from the hit play star. about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was no uh, majority in the Electoral College. And uh, when there's no majority in the Electoral College, the House of Representatives decides the election. And it took, like, I think I read this morning, like 26 votes to finally come up with them voting Thomas Jefferson to be the next uh, president. But the thing is, they were both from the same political party. They were both Democratic Republicans. So no matter what, you were going to have a Democratic Republican, but it comes down to who do you like more. And um, Alexander Hamilton, he had a strong influence in the House of Representatives. He was a Federalist, so he was the other political party. And he pretty much said, like, one of these two guys is going to be president. I hate Jefferson, but Aaron Burr's an idiot, so we should all just have Jefferson be president because it'd be better for the country. And Aaron Burr didn't like that, which is going to lead to some feud, and eventually Aaron Burr is going to kill Alexander Hamilton in their in uh, their famous duel. Fascinating. Yes. Truly. So, so that kind of explains the whole they, riff with Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. If they had House of Cards back then... There would be some interesting episodes. There would be some very interesting. It'd be very hard, though, because there'd be no, like, tweeting and emails and press conferences. But there would be a lot of backroom deals, Mm -hmm. just like there is still today. I have some Thomas Jefferson facts for you. Go for it. He loved vanilla ice cream. I feel like I did know that. Apparently, he tasted it in France and brought back a recipe. Yes, I did know that. Which is now in the Library of Congress. Ooh, the original recipe. So you can make... Thomas Jefferson. Assuming you have a Library of Congress library card. Yeah, you have to get one. You can make Thomas Jefferson vanilla ice cream. I wonder how good it is. It's probably not as sugary as like ice cream is today. Probably not. I'd be curious. I'm sure you could just Google the recipe. I'm sure it's online somewhere. Also, he kept pet mockingbirds. Any specific reason why? Mm, He loved their singing. That's what it says. He had at least four at a time. His favorite was named Dick. Hey. Maybe that's what he could have named his Velociraptor. Could have named it Dick. Real name Richard, but they, they go with Dick. Uh, and J- I told you the Mastodon bone fact already. Yes, you did, which is pretty cool. Uh, John Adams, none of his family members attended his inauguration. It's kind of sad. Why not? Do they not like him? I'm just not, I'm not exactly sure on that. In David, McCullough's, uh, David McCullough's book called John Adams, which is very, very famous. I actually read it um, in college. Um, it's just that he had a very lonely inauguration and none of his family members were there. It's kind of sad. I feel bad for John Adams. I heard he reported, though, that it was the highest attended inauguration of the time. I think he posted pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he said it was huge. He said it was. Huge turnout. Huge turnout. More than Washington. He said all his friends came. He said he had so many <laughs> friends. Uh, he did not have slaves. John Adams not, didn't? He was not a slaveholder. Did Thomas Jefferson? I'm pretty sure he did, right? Yes, he did. Yep. George Washington. But he let him free, right? Uh, when he died. All right. So they had to wait. Baby steps. They had to wait. I know. Baby steps. Uh, where George Washington had over like 300 slaves. Uh, he, was the first of the fir- he was the first of the first five presidents not to be from Virginia. Or the, and the only. Where was he from? He was from Massachusetts. Maybe it was too far for his family to travel for the inauguration. That is possible. That's, they, pro- that's probably why they didn't show up. They probably couldn't it was borrow really the far. robot unicorn that weekend. They would have had to like ride the horse. Yeah. Uh, Adams did not attend Jefferson's inauguration. 
Because they didn't like each other at the time? They didn't like each other at the time. Whereas today, you know, Obama's at the inauguration. Clinton was at the inauguration. Um, They kind of show that. And then this is probably the most famous thing about Adams and Jefferson. Do you know what it is? That they died on the same day. They both died on the same day, which was also the 50th anniversary of of the passage of the Declaration of Independence. They both died on July 4th, 1826. That's a lot of coincidences. I think it was an inside job i think it might have been the aliens it might have been they're trying the, to get the revenge yeah it was alien revenge they're upset and uh one of like the famous stories out of it is jefferson died before adams did but adams obviously didn't know that because one was in virginia one was in massachusetts and there's no twitter email or television or anything and when adams dies he says and Jefferson lives, or something along those lines, pretty much saying, like, oh, I'm dead and he's still living. But in reality, Jefferson had already died, but Adams didn't know that. Interesting. Man, people yeah. don't have good last words anymore. No. You never hear about, like, someone's dying and their last words are like, curse that other person. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you must really hate someone to make that your last words. Yeah, and Jefferson lives. Well, the interesting thing, though, too, is that after they were both done being president, they've actually kind of um, reconciled their relationship. You wouldn't call them best friends. But they definitely saw where one another were were coming from. They both, I think I read, they sent like 125 letters back and forth to each other. Jefferson wrote a lot of letters. I read that. Yeah. He loved to write. I mean, he wrote the Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. As as just for fun. Oh, yeah. He didn't even know it was going to be a thing. Just something to do on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people say that Thomas Jefferson was the pen of the revolution. George Washington was the sword. And a lot of people consider um, John Adams the voice of the revolution. Because he really doesn't get that much credit. You go down to D.C., Jefferson Memorial, Washington Memorial. You don't really see a John Adams Memorial, mainly because his presidency wasn't the greatest. But, um, yeah, he was definitely very important to uh, did he, the American Did history. he get some smaller things named after him? I'm sure there's some roads. Like an Adams around. Road? Yeah. Uh, the Family, the hit TV show. The Family? The Adams Family. Oh, yeah. Okay, that <laughs> yeah. was... No, that's spelled different. I think that's a different Adams. I think they just added the D because there were two Adams presidents so they were paying oh, respect it, for it both applies of them. to both it of applies them. to both of them exactly. i understand okay a d d a m s family oh I learn something new every day yeah exactly all right anything else you want to add before we get out of here more fun facts about tom oh there's one big thing we didn't talk about thomas jefferson you kind of hinted at it earlier why you named the velociraptor sally um why did i name the velociraptor sally because of sally hemmings yes yes i googled that do you know who sally hemmings is i think you um, do yeah, she, you know. she is the the person that was his slave that some people allege he fathered children with. Yeah. A lot of historians believe that Thomas Jefferson fathered children with Sally Hemings, who was his slave. She was very light skinned and her dad was the same dad as Thomas Jefferson's wife's Martha. So Thomas Jefferson's wife, Martha and Sally Hemings were half sisters. Thomas, wow. Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson's wife, Martha, died early on when he got into the White House. And since he didn't have a wife, his daughter took over the duties of, like, the wife Ooh. in the White House. Well, oh, okay. like, you know, like hosting, oh, okay, you know, okay. that kind of stuff. And he called her the First Lady. And that's where we get the term First Lady today from Thomas Jefferson. Thomas daughter. Jefferson made that up? Yep. Because he didn't really, he didn't call her, like, my wife. So he just said, oh, she's the First Lady. So that's where that term comes from today. Good for him. Yeah. Cool. So, 
a lot of people say one of the reasons he might have liked Sally Hemings was because she might have looked a lot like his wife since they're half sisters. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that he said, oh, my gosh, you remind me so much of my wife that I, I find you physically attractive. Possible. Sure, it's possible. But um, in his will, when he died, he wanted all of his slaves to be free. And Sally Hemings was one of those slaves who was free after he passed on. And they've done like DNA tests. Um, with like people alive today, I believe, to see if there's any DNA uh, evidence of Jefferson in the Hemings bloodline. And there is evidence to support that, but some people are saying, oh, it could have been Jefferson's brother or something along those lines. True. So they def- there is evidence that it is Jefferson blood, but to prove that it's exactly Thomas Jefferson who did it, you really can't uh, prove that. But it's pretty much widely accepted that it was Thomas Jefferson who fathered sally hemming's children very historical episode today this was a very educational episode yeah i hope everybody usually our episodes new. make people dumber well this one also <laughs> when we're talking about robot yeah, unicorns you know, with yeah. lightsabers and it was kind of give raptors carrying uh, american flags yeah it was yeah. a mixed mix bag exactly that way you we offset it and it's a nice even area there it is the fourth of july we gotta you know be a little bit right we gotta be a little patriotic but also have some fun with it because that's what most americans do anyway because most americans don't know anything about the fourth of july or about our country i'm pretty sure most americans know a little bit about the fourth of july i don't know i was watching a video you know those videos when they interview like people in the streets yeah i always assume they're fake and they find the dumbest people i think so too but they were asking people like how many flags are on the american flag or i mean how many flags (laughs) how many stars are on the american flag and people are like 47 and one person said, well, well they, they don't probably recognize Hawaii and Alaska and one other state. I don't know. Well, there was one person who said, well, there were 13 colonies. So 50 minus 13, they went 47. And like the person's like looking at the camera like, what? But um, yeah, so I, I don't know if people know as much as we think we think they know. They could. I, mean, I like, they could I like to give people a lot of credit. but I do, too. But when I see something like that, like I feel like you should know that there's 50, 50 stars on the flag. You probably should. So we'll leave it at that. I hope everybody has a happy 4th of July and uh, enjoy. If you're from another country and you're listening, have a happy 4th of July also. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, yeah. Still it's still the 4th still day of, the fourth of July. Exactly. Have a great day. Yeah, that's right. Make it the best day of the year. If you're a communist and you don't celebrate the 4th of July, still have a great 4th of July. Have a good 4th of July. Where everybody over here, we're going to be barbecuing and shooting things, which is what Americans do to celebrate America's birthday and big explosions. Exactly. I'm going to be smoking some meat. There you go. Ooh, what are you What are you doing? Burgers, ribs. Well, I'm steak. gonna do um, burgers and hot dogs on the grill. Nice. And throw some uh, pork in the in the smoker. I was gonna say you should use the smoker. Yeah, I love it. Great. You coming over? Uh, I have to see what my family's doing first because right. the Fourth of July was my, is my fa- grandfather's birthday, but he passed away four years ago. So we always try to do something still to keep uh, to be with my grandmother, uh, since we always used to celebrate that. That's nice. So we'll figure something out. I'm sure. I'll, I'll save some for you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So remember, there's gonna be a Twitter poll. Uh, where you can vote on these two, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. I'm going to do my best to fix it up so you can vote appropriately. Um, But we'll see what we can do. All right, ready to head out? I'm good to go. All right. For the Who Win Cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in the show. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready for a cabinet meeting, huh? Secretary Jefferson, you have the floor, sir. Welcome, folks, to the Adams Administration. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, they were founding fathers of America, and they were also the best of friends. 
Adams was like, the Constitution, you can kind of bend that how you need to bend it. We can kind of work with this. And Jefferson was always like, Constitution is the Constitution. Can't f with that. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.